Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. I am super excited to be in the studio once again with these incredible marriage mentors, family mentors. What, a, what else could we say? How about just welcome? Hi, hey. guys. Hey, We're thank excited. you. We're excited to be here, too. Right. Thank you, Linda, for being with us. Oh, I'm super excited. And if you're watching us by YouTube, yes, we did plan. We each got the memo to wear black today. That's right. Yes, we man. showed up in power. Looking good. Showed up in power. <laughs> Looking good. It's going to be a powerful podcast. So we hope you're you're able to uh, consider the idea of rating and review this podcast. In fact, as soon as it's over, do that for us because that lets us know that we're on the right track, providing valuable contact content for you. And I'm also going to share at the end how you can gain a copy of Rodney Gage's newest book. It's called The Double Win, Eight Questions Everyone Must Ask to Win at Work and at Home right? And today's episode is hot, guys. We're coming in hot with this one. <laughs> it is all about how to teach your kids right from wrong. Do you know anything about that? You oh, do. You've got well, incredible kids. We that was are, a dumb uh, question. Experience. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, I don't even know if we even, just to, just to have full disclosure here, if we are even qualified, you know, to have the, the right or ultimate answer when it comes to right from wrong, because, you know, we've just have always looked to God Absolutely. as the ultimate source in our life. But at the same time, we all make mistakes. We all, it's a, it's a, it is a trial and error mm -hmm. process for mm -hmm. all of us in our own personal lives. You know, it's a journey to figure out you know, what is right, what is wrong, what is helpful, what is unhelpful, what's productive, what's destructive, you know, in our lives. And so, yeah, I think our kids are definitely trying to, to discern that, you know, in the culture and society we live, there's so many things that are being thrown at them. Yes. And as parents, it's just so important that we are clear and guiding them, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. on the path of what is right and wrong. They, yes. Children, we've talked about this before, love boundaries. They do. They, they love to know where where the edge is, although they may not uh, they may not present it that way when we right. were telling them where the boundaries right. are and what right. is right and wrong. But they it, it brings comfort to them it does. to actually know where the boundaries are it in does. their life. I heard a quote the other day that was so, so good. It really captured my attention. And I think this really speaks to where a lot of parents are in, in our culture today. But the statement went like this, today's parents are starving, excuse me, I'm sorry, today's parents are drowning in information, mm. but they're starving for wisdom. Oh, that's good. And so there's so much that's being thrown at us, yeah. you know, from yeah. what culture is throwing at us, you know, obviously social media that's reinforcing so many, you know, cultural norms, if you will, and Opinions. the new norm mm -hmm. of what, you know, people are uh, you know, embracing and, you know, from their perspective, you know, it's right for them. And, uh, and as a result, it's created a lot of confusion, you know, right has become wrong, mm -hmm. wrong has become right. Mm -hmm. And in the Bible, in the, there was a time, uh, in fact, it's in the book of judges, there was a time in Israel's history where they didn't have a leader, they didn't have a king. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people are. And I think even we're seeing from third, fourth generation now where there maybe hasn't been, you know, solid foundational mm -hmm. uh, beliefs, values, principles right. Right. that have been, 
not only lived out, but have been passed down. Mm -hmm. So no wonder everybody's in a state of confusion, yeah. not really knowing what is right or what is wrong. And everybody just kind of goes with the flow based on what's popular at the time or popular opinion, or if they look up to somebody, somebody supposedly comes out of the closet for this, or somebody has chosen to embrace that. And it's like, well, if it's right for them, then it must be okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got their perspective and, and obviously everybody's entitled to their perspective and their opinion, but it may not necessarily be, it's the right opinion or perspective either. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, who defines right? Who defines wrong? And that's mm -hmm. why I said at the very beginning, we have to go to the one who created it all, who yes. invented it all, yes. you know? Yes. So, you know, if you, uh, if you, if you have a car and something doesn't work according to what you thought or what your expectations were as it relates to the car, where well, everybody's got a lot of different opinions, mm -hmm. you know, about, you know, what should be done and how you should go about fixing it and what's the right way to fix it. What's the wrong way to approach it. And it's like, well, if you know, if you want to eliminate a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration, a lot of unnecessary time and energy and effort trying to fix the car, why don't you just get the owner's manual right. and go to the manufacturer, right. you know, and read, you know, what exactly it was designed to do yes. based on the one who invented it. Yes. And that's, right. we have to, I think sometimes just kind of go back to the basics of realizing that, you know, we are made by God and everything that we are and everything we have is from God, mm -hmm. you right. know? And so not everybody believes that. Right. I think you know? that's something that we are very, it's very obvious that we believe the Bible is the foundation of all truth. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's something in, in our lives as parents, as, as we're teaching and leading our children as teachers, um, that what is the foundational belief of your life? What are you basing the very foundation? What is the foundation that you're standing upon in your life? Um, uh, that you have to determine that. Yeah. And and here at the Winning Family, it is the Word of God is yeah. the foundational belief mm -hmm. that we, we build everything on. Everything we believe comes from the Word of God. And so there's it's very clear in the Word of God what is right and wrong. And it's kind of scary if you're out there and you're, you're trying to build your life on something that can change from yeah. day to day, from season to season, from year to year. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a little... That's a little scary. And, um, yes. I, you know, if that's where you're at, I encourage you because mm -hmm. we can know a truth that never changes. Yeah. yeah. I love the story of, you know, that even Jesus taught, taught in, uh, what he referred to as the sermon on the Mount or what yeah. is referred to as the sermon on the Mount. But, you know, he wraps it all up, uh, when he's just talking through life, he's talking about the principles of life and so many situations and circumstances and behaviors and all of these different things. And then he kind of wraps it up by giving an illustration or a word picture of two individuals who are building a house. Mm -hmm. One built his house on sand right. and, you know, winds came, you know, the storms, the rain, you know, descended upon the home. But as a result of what came against it, it fell, it collapsed right. because it was built on a faulty foundation. It was right. built on sand right. that was swept away. Mm -hmm. But then you got another person who did the same thing, built his house. And yet instead he built it on a rock, a solid, secure, mm -hmm. firm foundation. Same winds came, same rains, rain and storms came. But at the end of the day, it survived. Right. It stood 
the test and all of the storms and all the things that came against it because it was built on a firm, unshakable foundation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where many uh, young people, I think that's where obviously many parents are, is they're trying to figure out, well, how, how do we teach that? How do we establish that, you know, in our home? And I know we'll get to that here in just a second of some specific things that I think can be helpful when it comes to ways that parents can teach their kids. Mm -hmm. And I want to read a verse of scripture. It's found in Psalm 19, verses 7 and 8. I love this. It says, The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for a living. Isn't that great? It's so good. I mean, it's just so practical and helpful when it comes to foundationally understanding that God has a plan, mm -hmm. is a purpose. Yeah. He has already given us a guideline. He's already given us a, a playbook, mm -hmm. a, you know, a game plan, if you will, on how we can live our lives successfully. Mm -hmm. He wants to bless us. And he wants us to experience the goodness that he has for our lives. Doesn't mean that life's going to be perfect right. because we live in a faulty, fallen, frail, fragile, sinful world. Right. But at the end of the day, God does desire for us to have a plan, to, to live out a plan and a purpose that he has created for us. So we can't really achieve what God has in store for our lives if we take matters in our own hands and try to figure it out on our own. Mm -hmm. So at some point, you know, we have to decide, am I going to trust God? Am I going to look to God? And I, am I going to embrace what God's plan and purpose is? Because ultimately he's the one who defines what is right and what is wrong. Or am I going to say, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to do what is right in my eyes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what feels right to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I want to do. And some people are saying, you know what? I'm good with accepting the consequences if it doesn't work out that way. So, I mean, I think, I think God wants us, if, we, if we're willing, I think he wants us to, to ultimately come to that place of trusting him. Yeah, and I think in our families, too, just clarifying that as parents or single parent. What, you know, if you're um, married and you have children, I think it's just really awesome and important to clarify that in your home, yeah. like between you as a husband and wife, th this is what we are building our life on. This is our belief that, that we're standing on all mm -hmm. the things you just talked about and then communicating that mm -hmm. to your children mm -hmm. so that yeah. when we start talking about more things about actually teaching them right from wrong, how they can learn themselves to determine yes. right from wrong, they have something to look to. They have something to stand upon. Yeah. That is a firm foundation. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, when it comes to defining your source of belief, if you will, um, that's what you have to base it on. Am I going to base it on popular opinion, on what cultural, what, what the cultural norms are mm -hmm. or what everybody else is saying? Or am I going to allow God's word to become our source of truth? And we're going to allow God's word to be the very thing, the foundation that we build everything mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. So if we trust God at his word, if we trust God's plan and mm -hmm. trust God's purpose mm -hmm. for our lives, 
then he promises in return that we will be blessed. Mm -hmm. We will get to receive and experience mm -hmm. the benefits, mm -hmm. the joy, the fruit, mm -hmm. the blessing of the rewards of mm -hmm. doing the right thing yeah. and honoring him and following him, even though it may be hard mm -hmm. and very, very difficult and challenging, obviously at times. But I think the earlier we can establish that in our home, mm -hmm. the better. Mm -hmm. So we can get real specific here and just kind of talk through some things and maybe how to um, do that. Yeah. Just kind of walk through some of the circumstances. Mm -hmm. I had a, a mentor who, uh, in fact, I, um, I would highly, highly, highly recommend to any parent who's listening to get a copy of this book called right from wrong by Josh McDowell. Josh McDowell has had a huge influence on my life. This book uh, ultimately was, I think, a pivotal book in my life that really brought forth not only clarity, but just gave me such a deep conviction and really a heart mm -hmm. to help others understand and embrace that really the simplicity that I think the world has tried to make so complex yeah. and so confusing, confusing. Our culture is the one that makes it confusing. Mm -hmm. God is not the altar of confusion. Our spiritual adversary, the enemy is. And so, you know, the enemy wants to throw, he wants to be the, the deceiver to create confusion, frustration, disappointment, confusion to all the things that we go through in life. But at the same time, God has already given us a plan. He's given us a, a blueprint that we can follow and when we are willing to follow his, his plan and his purposes, when we allow the word of God to be that source of truth, it becomes our belief system. Then what happens is, is that we have now the opportunity to get to experience the joy and the fulfillment of living out God's plan. So what Josh helped explain in this book is really kind of a framework from right from wrong. In fact, here's his definition that he shared in this book, and I'll just read it. And it's basically, what is truth? Truth um, is defined this way. It is what is true for all people, for all times, for all places. And absolute truth is objective, universal, and constant. Mm -hmm. So our world is completely opposite of that. Yeah, it is. Our culture is preaching something completely different. Mm -hmm. And so from... Our cultural perspective, everything is fluid. Mm -hmm. It's subjective. It is based on your personal opinion, your feelings. So, you know, if I feel a certain way, then it must be right. If everybody around me says mm -hmm. something's wrong or something's right, then that must be true. But all of those things come and they go. Mm -hmm. You know, what's hot today is not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what was right 20 years ago somebody sees is wrong today. So it's, it, how in the world can you base your life on something like that? Right. Right. Um, and so what, what he helps define, and this is something that I think is really helpful for parents, especially to kind of navigate through their kids. First and foremost is that if, if you're willing to embrace God's word as the ultimate source of our belief, then we have to understand that in God's word, contains the precepts of mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. So the precepts of God is the, is the absolute truth. It is the very words of God. And in addition to that, 
the precepts of God are basically the, the commandments from God that he has given to us. It is the word of God that God gave to us so that we could live our lives based on those precepts. So the precept is, it's the, it's the fact. The precept is the command. The precept is stating what is right and what is wrong. But then he takes it to the next step, and that is behind every precept is a principle. And the principle is the why behind the wrong. So it's like, um, you know, if you're, um, I think everybody would agree that the state in on a certain highway, you know, has established a certain speed limit. So if the speed limit is you six. You think we would all agree with that? <laughs> no. Six, by the way, we, we may not like it. Okay. We may not abide by it. I know, Dr. But Linda. the state has established <laughs> on certain roads or highways that it's 65 miles an hour. I've seen Dr. Linda in her little red car. Yes. Uh, yeah, we saw her. We saw her. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. I'm sorry. We won't tell anybody on Podcast America. But anyway, <laughs> the the truth is, is that that, ha- that has been, that is a precept. That is a law. That is a command, if you will. Right. So therefore... There is a reason why they established that. Mm-hmm. There have probably been years and years of traffic studies right, and all right. of the data and the research and, you know, the, the facts of why that particular speed limit mm-hmm. is the best and the mm-hmm. safest speed right. to go right. when traveling. Right. If you violate that, if you take it in your own hands and say, well, I don't care what they say. I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to do what feels right for me. I feel the need for some speed. (laughs) So I'm going to go 100 miles an hour. Dr. Linda. I have to admit, (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking. I have to admit, on my little map, sometimes it goes red that I'm going over. And and then if you're running late, you say, well, then what do you do? You rationalize. You justify. justify. Well, I had to get to work. I was running late. You know, blah, blah, blah. Well, yes. the issue is, is that, no, we violated a law. We violated yeah. a command. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, if the policeman comes behind us with the lights on and he pulls us over and he gives us a, a traffic ticket yeah. for, you know, violating the speed limit, well, what is that called? That's called a consequence. Yes. Right. Yes. There's a reason why, and we chose to violate that reason. Mm-hmm. So there is a precept. There is a principle, which is the why behind the what. But this is really important, and that is the person of God. Mm-hmm. So everything all goes back to the very nature and the very character of the person of God. So mm-hmm. God is consistent. God mm-hmm. cannot lie. God is all truth. He's all knowing. Mm-hmm. And so God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. So when you understand the very nature and character of who God is, if so, for example, if God is holy and God is pure, then anything that we do in this life that is a contradiction to who God is and what he's about, then therefore we are violating based on what he has established, based on why he established because it goes against to who he is. Mm-hmm. And so as believers, if we are to be imitators of God, then why in the world would we want to do anything right, that right. would be con- a contradiction to who God is? Mm-hmm. But obviously our world doesn't like right. that, doesn't believe that, right. doesn't want to necessarily embrace right. that. Right. 
And at the end of the day, that's the reason why there is so much heartache, confusion, disappointment, uh, so much destructiveness that we see in our society today is because going back to what we talked about a few moments ago in the book of Judges, everybody's doing what is right in their own eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So wrong has become right. Right has become wrong. Mm -hmm. So the blessing is, though, that if, if we teach our children the precept, the principle and the person of God, there's such blessing yes. when you decide the right way, when you decide to choose to follow after what he's laid out for us again those boundaries that mm -hmm. he's given us mm -hmm. the scripture that comes to mind so many times for me is uh really one of our life verses is romans 12 too and it talks about don't don't conform mm -hmm. to our culture mm -hmm. but you know be different yeah think about it in a different way think mm -hmm. about it god's way right because it's so right. easy to especially our children so let's talk about that how mm -hmm. we can apply what we just talked about right um when, when we live in a culture, if your kids, especially if they're in um, public school, mm -hmm. they are being taught 100% the opposite right. of what right. you just said. Yeah. So how do we confront that? How do we uh, get them ready? How do we, if they're already there, you know, how do we help them not conform their minds and mm -hmm. their hearts to what our society, our culture is, is mm -hmm. teaching them, but mm -hmm. help them to understand the truth yeah. That is found in the word of God that we, we base our beliefs upon. Right. right. So I, I think that you have to honor the word of God in your home, I think would be one of the first, you know, simple, practical things that in, in my personal life, what's my choice? Yes. What as a mom, do I put high value on the word of God? Mm -hmm. Do my kids see that, that That's I it. believe Bingo. that I not just talk about it. I don't just go to church. And then I don't apply what I'm learning. Right. I right. go off and do my own thing. It's, it's that I'm actually applying it, right. it, it to my life. And I value it. I, I read it. Right. I, right. The kids see that that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Well, we're also living in a day and age where um, all, all of these things that we're talking about from God's perspective, obviously, are not only being challenged, they're being threatened. Right. So as a result, because of the pressure and because of, um, you know, basically what is being forced in many ways upon our children and upon just society in general, uh, what's happening is, is that many Christians, those who believe this, are now um, feeling somewhat intimidated. Mm -hmm. They, in many ways, um, are really in some ways paralyzed with fear mm -hmm. because if I say something or if I speak up and disagree about something, mm -hmm. I'm going to get fired from a job. I'm going to get kicked out of school. My teacher's going to, you know, uh, give me an F or, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, and all those are real right. situations that we're facing in right. our culture today. Mm -hmm. So as Christians, we can either say, well, I just won't say anything I'll just kind of go with it, even though in inwardly I don't believe it, but outwardly I'll just go with it. Well, you know, we are also called as believers mm -hmm. to stand up for what That's is right. Right, right, to stand firm in our faith, to resist the enemy. Galatians 6, excuse me, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the full armor of God, realizing that we're in a war, we're fighting a battle. But at the same time, we can use wisdom. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, Jesus said to be as harmless as a dove, 
but as wise as a serpent. So there's also a healthy way. There's also a productive way that we can challenge things without necessarily losing our witness or losing our character or losing our credibility. Because I think sometimes even Christians can lose in their attempt to trying to do something good, they can lose their testimony in the process through the way they're going about trying to accomplish something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think we have to, you know, as the scripture teaches, we're to be in the world, but not of the world. And there's that fine line that we have to walk. And that requires wisdom of knowing what to say, knowing when to say it, knowing how to say it, knowing who to say it to, so that we can be clear and be firm in what our belief or what our convictions are without necessarily being belligerent mm -hmm. in a way mm -hmm. that is somewhat counterproductive. I think a gift that my parents gave to me, and I think that we can all choose to give to our children, is to memorize the Word of God mm -hmm. and to have it in our heart because we can call to it. You yes. know, we can call from our heart, from our mind, um, when we're walking through challenging situations or um, even just in our mind, we can think about what the truth yes. is. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we can uh, give to our children that they can take with them, mm -hmm. you know, in their heart and mind mm -hmm. in school, you know, and um, it's, it's so true. We are, we're challenged. And I think that we, it also goes back to core values as a family. Mm -hmm. What, what are our core right. values? That's so right. if, yeah. um, if the, the word of God is, is valuable to us and his precepts and his principles mm -hmm. are valuable to us. It's something that we are building into our children so mm -hmm. that they have something mm -hmm. to stand upon and that when they're challenged with something, they can be the salt and the light. So if, if we're, you know, one of our core values is to be a person of joy and a peace or, um, you know, we can be light and we can bring truth with joy. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we can stand up for things. Um, it may not be easy and mm -hmm. we will definitely be challenging the norm, but we can come in with, with joy and peace and confidence and yeah. we can teach our children to, to walk in that way. Mm -hmm. And I think also when we teach our children to be excellent in everything they do, they're already going to have uh, a place of honor in their school. So, yeah. or in wherever they're at whether it's an adult child in the workplace, well, if they're excellent mm -hmm. at what they do, if they're bringing value mm -hmm. where, wherever they go, right. mm -hmm. people are going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And what it. they have to say will hold weight, right. even if yes. it's counterculture. That's right. yeah. I think that's, that's what God has called yeah. us to be. That's I think it. that's what Jesus was. I mean, yes. he's the, the greatest of all time at that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't you think, you, you, I know you guys have experienced this when you do walk in the ways of God, you carry an authority yes. and a presence mm -hmm. yes. with you right? and people see it. And I think exactly. that's what you're referring to. Yes. Mm -hmm. So 100%. you can go into situations where you are so different yes, and yet people sit up and they take notice and go, wow, what is all over you? Right. Yeah. And they recognize, oh, it is the hand of God. And it just, yeah. it empowers you, right? The Holy Spirit will empower you to live right. that out. Right. To, so to show that to our kids, super important, super yeah. important. I love that. I'm thinking, yeah. as you just stated that, I'm thinking of a young man that we know. Uh, he is, 
I don't know, he's probably 16. He's one of the smartest kids at the local high school in mm-hmm. our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly, incredibly sharp, sharp young man. And uh, I mean, we're talking like overachiever, super, super smart, very respected by everybody. Just because of his posture, his yes. demeanor, he yeah. just kind of carries that quiet confidence about him. But, but he knows where his confidence comes yeah. from. Yeah. But he's legit academically. This kid is like off the chart smart. But he's also on the debate team for the school. And he's like dominating <laughs> all of the debates. I mean, I think they just made one state. Um, he's ex- extremely intelligent and articulate. Mm-hmm. And he's standing for truth. He's standing on his core convictions. He is boldly, you know, going against the completely opposite point of view. And they're like mesmerized by mm-hmm. this young man. Mm-hmm. And it's because he knows not only who he is in Christ, but whose he is in Christ. And he knows what he believes and he believes what he knows. And he has that belief and that conviction about him. Yeah. And that just, that gets people's attention because they understand that, hey, this, this person is not just, you know, a bunch of hype. Mm-hmm. He actually has legitimacy yeah. He actually believes what he says he's all about. Right, he lives right. it. And right. so I think some great parents right there yeah. too behind yeah, that. Yeah, that's man. right. That's yeah. right. But it's important. It I, it's really, really important that are, we teach our kids that. Yeah. Well, just to wrap it up, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, those three things, as far as a framework that hopefully parents can unpack a little bit. And once again, I highly encourage Josh McDowell's book called Right from Wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as relevant today as it was when it first was released. But remember the precepts of God, mm-hmm. the principles behind the precept, the why behind the what, that all goes back to the person of God, his very nature mm-hmm. and character of who he is. And when we can when we can understand that everything that we sort through, every controversial issue, every decision, every choice of what is right and what is wrong, if we run it through that filter, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to the place of knowing what is right and what is wrong and how to make the wisest decision. That's great. And one last little thing. Uh, <laughs> Proverbs is just full of wisdom. Yeah. Yes. It's incredible book in the Bible. There's 31 chapters of Proverbs. Yep. And if you could read one proverb a day yeah. with your children, definitely you read it as a parent yes. and learn the, the principles there in Proverbs mm-hmm. yeah. uh, is, is phenomenal. So I highly encourage that. Proverbs chapter one talks about this very, yes, very it does. thing. Yeah. It does. It does. So. Well, there you go, winning family. There is your action item for the week. Get out Proverbs, the book of Proverbs in the Bible and read a chapter a day and read it with your kids. You can yes. read it as a family because how else yes. are you going to know how to explain what is right from wrong if you don't have the word inside of you yourself, right? That's right. right. That's right. so good. So that's what we encourage you to do today. Hey, thank you for joining us on the Winning Family Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe because you want this to auto-populate in your feed, right? The podcast that's right. player of your choice. Uh, rate and review so that we know if we're on the right track here, giving you the, the goodies, the things that you need for your family, for your marriage. And as promised, you can claim your free copy of The Double Win you would just go to the doublewinclub.com and there you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of Ronnie and Michelle's mentoring program. Listen, they are 
good marriage mentors and they, they not only do they talk the word, they live the word. So if you're looking for uh, people to learn from when it comes to teaching your kids right from wrong, these, these are people that you'd want to connect with. So I encourage you to do that. And as we wrap up, thank you for joining us. And if you have someone in your mind that needs to hear this podcast, you know, there is that little share button on your podcast uh, feed where you can just text it to someone, email it to someone, because I bet you know someone who needs this information just as much as you do. So thanks for joining us today.